Uh-huh. Remember Friday? That boy? That boy. Welcome to church. <laughs> Welcome everybody. Sunday's here again. We're going to get started here in a few moments. If the mic comes to you, please hold it as so. Not too close, not too far. Don't mess around, make too much noise, banging around, you know, all that. Door through that hallway. To the left is your bathroom. No food or drinks, please. I think we're cool here. And do us a favor and silence those cell phones. Help us out here so the viewers at home don't get distracted. Take it away, Jesse. Did <laughs> <laughs> uh, you tell a lesson to make sure they apply? Don't worry about that. But, it's infectious. Uh, it's infectious. <laughs> oh, man. Do you got the two at the back? You want to come up closer? We don't bite. Nice. This your first time here? Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, everybody doing well? Yeah. Good. I feel like I see you look at an orange. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, black and orange is the new brown. Halloween. Oh, orange is the new black. Yeah, Halloween. Orange is the new black. Amazing. We are streaming, so just talk, small talk. So we're not. Go. You talk. said, shh. <laughs> How you tell me to shoo and talk? I, I got nervous. What the? <laughs> Do you know who that is that was up here just now? No. You ever heard of the Anchor Baby? I know who the Anchor Baby is. That's the Anchor Baby. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, that's amazing. Does he look like an anchor baby? No, he doesn't. He look normal? <laughs> he looks like an anchor manager. So, uh, oh, he shaved his beard. That's why he looked normal. Normally look like an anchor baby. That's how we blend in in suburban country. <laughs> <laughs> you ever listen to the show? Hell yeah. Oh, you listen to anchor baby? Yeah. Wow. Nice. Have you ever gone on a ride at an airplane with him? No. Oh, yeah? You crashed Friday? You crashed Friday? Friday before. Oh. Good morning, welcome to Ch Fellowship. I am Jesse Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. You can get involved in, in our discussion here in the chat line on the YouTube channel. I hate would get the questions and comments to me. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. Hi, y'all. Good. Any questions, comments, anything? This is how the audience look, folks. <laughs> we wait on you for the teachers. We all have this enough to work on our own life. You have to tell us. We know you're working on yours, but we want to just hear what you have to say. Did anybody work on their life this week? Yes. Yes. And what did you learn? What did you realize about it? Um, that it's best to listen to who? and not talk so much. Oh, nice. Absolutely. 
Amazing. Are you old past that little stuff you went through last week? Yes. Yeah. Yes. However, yeah. I'm not too comfortable yeah. in that because, you know, life happens. Right. Are you afraid? No. And why not? Because I got through that. Oh, okay. I'm looking on the other side now. Not back, but I got on the other side of it, so I'll do it again and again and again. Which is easiest for you to die daily or go to church? It isn't easy to die daily. It's easier to go to church? Prob I think, you mean here? Come here? No, the, the abnormal churches. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Where all you have to do is praise the Lord or read the Bible and Definitely. go down to the front of the church. Yes, that's easier. That's easier, huh? Much easier. Yeah, it's easier not to die, but yet you are dead. Mm. Because those churches don't require you dying daily. 100. Isn't that amazing? Yes. What a sad way to live. Quite. Amazing. Thank you. I do have a quick, may I ask a quick question? Absolutely. I had a scenario, and I just want to get you. They, they could sit there, too. You don't have to sit there, everybody all the way over there. No, she wants to go to that. Everybody going? <laughs> okay. Oh, what were you saying? I just want to quickly. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> we had some empty seat right here next to everybody over there. And I didn't realize everybody was going to the bathroom at the same time. I, I agree. It's okay. It. So uh, I had a, a situation come up where a friend of mine called and she wanted my perspective on something. I'm going to make a long story, very short. No, no problem. She uh, moved to the East Coast recently and she reconnected with a friend of hers who was once Christian, married to a man, children, the whole nine. Well, she learned that this friend is now married to a woman. And the friend extended an invite for her to come and visit her. However, the f my friend did not extend that same pleasantry. So she asked my opinion, because, and the reason why is because she felt like she didn't want this gay couple staying underneath her roof. In that moment, I reserved giving her any opinions or feedback. I probed and asked questions. Oh, Lord. Say just walked in. Hi, Joelle. Hey, shout out, Joelle. Yeah. <laughs> he black. Okay, sorry. No, that's okay. That was worth the uh, interruption. Um, anyway, she, as we, as the conversation progressed, I probed and it, it, it came out in the conversation that another uh, friend of hers who's gay, it's, just, it's okay for him to visit, but not spend the night. And I thought that was weird. And I'm like, well, what's the difference? Do you think you're gonna be condemned to hell if you have someone over for eight hours versus 24? Like, I don't get what you're saying. Yeah. So um, what is your perspective on that whole thing? So her, the girl that's getting married to a woman wanted to stay at her place? Right. Well, yeah, she wanted the she she extended an invite for this for my friend. If she's ever in New York or wherever this woman lives with her wife 
to, to stay give her call and you know let her know and she could stay at their place but my friend did not extend the same and it was clearly an awkward moment like the, the her friend noticed this i don't quite i'm, I'm missing i'm black and slow i'm sorry don't, so no, I'm, let's say that this is it. the gay woman in new york right and right. this is the gay woman in california they're not no the gay woman the gay woman but my friend is my friend is heterosexual <laughs> Oh. My friend is straight. So this is a gay woman in New York. That's the gay woman in New York. And this is a straight woman in California. Who's my friend and a Christian. Oh, okay. She doesn't want this gay couple staying in her house because she feels a certain way about the whole thing. Right. She thinks that she is going to be condoning that. Oh, okay. Behavior. Right. So what, and I'm like, well, what, it's not you, you're not gay. Like, why right. shouldn't she stay at your house? I don't. I didn't understand, so I was asking her all these probing questions. Oh, okay. And in the end of it, let me just say, in the end of it, my thoughts were, I don't, I don't understand why this woman, why you would prohibit her from staying in your place because of that. What do you think she's going to do? Have like some ruckus? I would, I would have to be in this situation to know how to respond to it, but I would just say, do what you want to do. You know, whatever that is, do what you want. I know, but well, how do you feel about that? Like, what if you had a gay friend? A gay I couple, have a whole bunch of them. Well, say Look they were around married. the room. Now <laughs> <laughs> playing. Or or someone playing. who's or someone who's doing something that it goes against what you feel is God's will. No matter what it is, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be the gay thing. Whatever it is. Right. How like would you entertain that in your house? Well. I don't know what goes against God's will. Okay. Because the moment I make a decision about if Christ had thought about what went against God's will, he wouldn't have been able to help anyone. But he's letting God's will be done. That's why you have to decide and you have to see in the moment what to do. Okay. Because we don't know God's will. We think we do. We think we know. And thinking you know God's will is just a thought. And it puts you right in bondage. And it causes you to make all the wrong decisions because you think you know. God is not about thinking you know. He's about knowing. Anyone that thinks they know God's will does not know God's will. So they're making decisions based on ego. And they're making those decisions in darkness. Okay. All right. That sounds good. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Such a free way to live, huh? Yeah, it is. Because like one year ago, I probably would have been aligned with her. You would have taken sides. Yeah, yeah. Just think about Christ walked the earth. He dealt with every evil thing on earth, which is everything. And he had no judgment, no decision about it at all. He just dealt with it accordingly. Had he had decisions about it, judgment about it, he wouldn't be able to help any of us, really, anyone. Right. Okay. All of us are, are no good. Exactly. There's not one good person on earth. Everybody, no good. There's not one good one. And so the good one that's judging the no good are worse than the ones that they're judging. They're evil. So you, you don't know God. That's why you live in the present and do what you see to do. He'll guide you. But if you're living in your thought, thinking you know God's will, you're not. That's why the devils are out there fighting each other over abortion, over 
tragedy, over Christianity, over Satanism, over everything. Because they don't know. They go by their ego and think that they know. Right. They're not free. Yeah. That's so true. And as I was talking to her, it just didn't even, it, it, you know, as I was talking, I was learning because I'm like, well, why don't we just look through our wardrobes and get rid of all of our clothes who are made by gay designers and get that's rid of That's right. Our, all the clothes you know, now are made by people that support everything. Exactly. Because I remember when Nike started going weird. I had a bunch of Nike clothes. And people were like, oh, you buy a Nike. I'm like, well, look what you have on. Who made those? Right. They want us to go around naked. You got to drop all decision making, all of them. Every decision needs to be dropped because they're all wrong all the time. If you want to be free. Isn't that amazing? That's amazing. In the end, I, saw, I shared the silent prayer with her. Uh, so I did point her to that. I was like, do nice. the silent prayer and the Lord will show you. Nice. Right here. You say you worked on your life this week, right? And what you come up with so far? That staying in the present is really where God is. And I really just, this entire week, every day, the devil just came at me in so many different shapes and forms. And <clears throat> the only thing I could see to do was just stay in the present, you know, and, and let and feel the attack, let my ego die, and not try to fight it. Do you realize that Christ did not have an ego? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Hold, please. <laughs> um, what? What? <laughs> well, because <laughs> I, th what? <laughs> I thought we've talked about Christ ego dying on the cross. We did. Yeah. Right. So, but he wasn't into the ego. He understood what it's all about. Right. So he, we got to stop being into ego. the ego right. too and let it go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am seeing that. I'm not, I'm not into my ego as much as I thought I was. Um, I, 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 the devil's just a shapeshifter. And I, you just what? A shapeshifter. A shapeshifter? Yeah. What does that mean? He takes, you know, the form of many different things. He does. You know? That's for sure. And so just when I think I am, I don't know. I, I just, every single day this week had too many moments that nobody really wants to hear about it. I think I just, I sat still a lot <laughs> this week. <laughs> so, and... I can see a lot more now because of that. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Did you work on your life this week? Mm -hmm. And what did you discover about yourself? Hmm. I think just going through my days, kind of homing in the skills that I'm learning. So like not having an expectation, not Speak having, up for me. Not having a way that I think it's going to go. Um, when there's any kind of conflict, learning how to relax and be still and kind of see things. Just kind of working on all the skills that we've been learning, basically, and just... 
So are you working on your life daily? Yeah. 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 And but trying to like uh, be in the present every day and just allow it to unfold and then deal with things as they come up and just look at myself because I think it's very, especially in times of conflict in daily life with business and kids and just, you know, everything else, like when things happen, like learning how to deal with them properly um, and looking at myself. Are you dying daily? Yeah, I would say so. It's and how do you know you're dying daily? Because it's just sitting in the pain. It's, it's very uncomfortable. Yeah. And I, before, you know, about four months ago, I thought, you know, oh, you know, I'm good now. I, like, I, the ego's done. I'm like, we're good. I'm having a great time. Everything's <laughs> what, so much what easier. A lie, huh? It's such a lie. And then it's just like, bam. And then you just get hit with a whole bunch of other stuff. And then you think you're good again. And then you get hit with a, you know, yeah. everything else. So just kind of realizing that just to just today, be, be still and be in today. Nice. Uh, the young man behind you want to say something? <laughs> in the blue, in the purple shirt. I'm sorry? What's your name? Your first name? I'm Andrew. I'm sorry? Andrew. Amazing? Andrew. Oh, oh I thought you said amazing. Uh, your name is Andrew? Yeah. And how old are you? 19. What's wrong? Nothing. I'm on vacation from Minnesota. You're on vacation from Minnesota? Yeah. So nothing's wrong? I mean, I'm not going to talk about it, but... I can't hear you. I'm not going to talk about it. Is it personal? I don't want this. <laughs> You're running. Um, okay. What the? Um, anybody else worried on their life this week? Right here. Yeah, um, this week I actually learned that women really can't lead. Women, you just found that out? I mean, I already knew that, but... Uh, this Women cannot week, lead. That's no, sure. not at all. Um, even if it looks like everything's working out accordingly, um, the pressure, I feel like, it just gets to women. Like yeah. this week I had to um, take care of like the family business, and I found myself, everything was working out perfectly fine. Things were being done as best as they could be. Um, but even though on the outside everything was working fine, internally I was dealing with like, um, expectations, I guess. Like yeah. I was internally dealing with, well, why aren't the people who are working with me working as hard as I am? Like, why can't they meet, like the Pick basic? Why can't right? they meet the basic needs of the of the business? And it was a lot of of that, just questioning. Like, well, why aren't they doing what they're supposed to? I didn't necessarily even want the responsibility to take all of that stuff on, but I had to, and it just didn't feel natural. Yeah. It was just weird. Again, everything was happening and going smoothly, as smooth, smoothly as it could, but it just didn't feel right. Nice. And it was weird, and I kept thinking, like, well, I kept looking on the outside. I didn't mean to, but I couldn't help but look at the people who were working with me and thinking, well, why can't they pick up the pace? Like, we, we all have to, like, buckle down and, and work a little harder this week, but they weren't, and I was just dealing with that, and I didn't have the natural leadership in me to change that. I just had to struggle Amazing. with it. It was weird. It is. It's not normal. Amazing. Good. Anybody else worked on their life? Right here. I'm glad. So um, I realized this week that the hippies 
they were right about something. Who? The hippies. The hippies? You know, the hippies, yeah. Like in the 70s, peace and love, man. Oh, all about those good white people, huh? Yeah. So, hippies are white people, right? Yeah. Yeah. They can be black? Yeah. Who said that? Jimmy Hendrix. Oh, yeah. yeah. Where's Jimmy now? He dead. <laughs> he dead. Okay. Yeah, so they had, they had one point. And so they, they say, you know, it's all about vibrations and peace and love. And so what I've realized is that humans operate on different vibrational frequencies. And so what that looks like is, so you have one of those uh, states is different vibrational states. And one of those states is the fallen state. And so when we are uh, living in the fallen state, we actually operate from a very low vibrational state and we attract other low vibrational entities. And so this is very complicated. I went down a rabbit hole with this. But basically, essentially, what you describe when you're talking to people like on the fallen state and things like that, you're seeing people in a very low vibrational state away from God. And um, God designed us to live in a garden state where it's paradise and it's peace. Everything that we have and we need is there in that state. And you go in and out of different vibrational states depending on your experience on earth yeah. and what you do and whether you hold on to hate and uh, whether you embrace love. And, it, and the, the amount of love that you embrace takes you to a higher vibrational state and the amount of hate that you embrace taking you to a lower and lower vibrational state. Amazing. It's very complicated. I'm sorry. That's all right. The young lady behind him. Nice. <laughs> How are you? Good. This your first time here? Yeah. What's your first name? Alexis. Alexis. Me, Alexis. Uh, <laughs> um, are you from Minnesota too? Yeah. Oh, welcome to LA. Yeah. Which is worse, Minnesota or LA? That's so, what homelessness and crime and dirty. Uh, I'd say LA. LA? Oh, yeah. Uh, so, how you doing? I'm good. You good? You didn't know no such thing as a good woman? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to give it another try? No, um, plan. I don't know. I, I really liked what, um, what she said about just going day by day because every day is really different. Yeah, absolutely. Have you gotten over your anger? Like about what, or just anger in general? You're just angry in general? No. <laughs> um, no, like about what, like? Oh, just being angry, period. Um, no. <laughs> you have not? And why not? I, I overthink too much. Yeah. That's, that's my problem. <laughs> that's what all angry people do, they overthink it. Yep. And have you, have, you, have you heard my show before? No, this is the first time. Oh, so you don't know anything. Who brought you here? <laughs> oh, oh, good. Nice trap. <laughs> um, do you want to overcome your anger? She did you a big favor. That's your best friend forever. I know she is. Yeah. Do you want to overcome your anger? Yeah. You do want to overcome it? Of course. You, yeah. Have you noticed you're just like your mother? Mm. 
Kind of, maybe. You want to be like her? I mean, I don't know about that, but. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to be like her or no? You want to be yourself or be like her? No, I want to be myself. You don't want to be like her? I'm sorry? No, I don't. Okay, then. You can overcome it. Did you know that any guy that has anger is a girl? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. Now, if you think about it, doesn't it seem like any guy that has anger is a girl? He get mad. He overreact. He's shy. He's needy. He's jealous. Have you noticed that? A little bit. That's because they're just like their mama, too. Amazing, huh? Yeah. So, you want to be free of the anger, right? Yeah. You got to forgive your mother for traumatizing you. Imposing her will on you. Trying to make you be what she wants you to be. Yeah. Isn't that true? Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know how you can't help yourself but have this anger that you have but you don't want it? Your mother has it, and she got it from her mother. And it goes on from generation to generation to somebody overcome it. How do I overcome it? You got to apologize for resenting her because she couldn't help herself. She can't help herself. You say, hey, mother, I'm sorry for resenting you. I'm just like you. I don't want to be like that. I can't help myself. I'm sorry for resenting you. And God will forgive you and take her identity away and you will no longer have the anger, you'll be free. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense? Yeah, um, I do have a question though. Yeah. I wanna know how to forgive somebody. By, by apologizing for resenting them. I'm sorry for being angry at you because being angry at them, you're judging them. You're playing God, so you're worse than they are. But what if you have a reason? There's never, ever, 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 but never, 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 ever, 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 <laughs> but never, ever, ever, ever reason to be angry about anything. There's nothing that can happen to you in this world that can make, should make you angry. What do you think about that? Yeah. Because what's happening to you what they're trying to do to you, they're not doing it to you, they're doing it to themselves. It's happening to them, it's not happening to you. It's only happening to you if you get mad about it and bring it on yourself. But if you don't get angry about it, it can't hurt you at all. It's their problem and not yours. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, so you apologize to that person too. I'm sorry for resenting you. I realize now you can't help it. That's how you apologize. You don't say, I'm, uh, uh, you don't ask them to forgive you. You apologize for judging them. Because that's what angry people are doing, judging. And it makes them feel better about being wrong. I'm better than you. I'm judging, I'm not like you. And you're worse. Yeah. So are you going to apologize to your boyfriend? I don't have a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Good. You're too young anyway, yeah. right? Yep. 
Yeah, I am too young. Yeah. How old are you? I'm 17. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're way too young. <laughs> Wait until you're 30. <laughs> All right. That's the plan. Nice. You're on track. So let me ask, then I got to move on. When you ask your daddy to help you deal with your mama, what does he say? I don't ask my dad. Why not? Oh, yeah, put it to your mom. She's right. Put it um, to you. You don't ask your father to help you. Why not? Because he's no help. He doesn't help me with it. <laughs> he's a beta male, too. He's afraid of your mom as well as you, right? He's as not much afraid as of her. So why don't you ask him to help you deal with her? Because he's worse. <laughs> your father worse in what way? Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of things. Give me, can you give me one example without being so personal? He's a narcissist. What's a narcissist? I don't know, somebody... It's like... It's kind of, uh, I guess, difficult to explain, but... Um, they're just super self-involved. They don't really care about anybody else. They don't care, like, how they affect anybody else. Um, oh, I see. That's the whole world. That's how everybody is in the world. <laughs> Everyone is like that. Yeah, so, but, but if that's true, I mean, then I guess he's to a certain extent, because I know a lot of people that are not like him. <laughs> you said, repeat what you say, if that's true, what? Like, I just, I don't know, because not, not everybody's like him. He's different. <laughs> you don't know one person that's not like him. Not as bad. <laughs> They're worse. You know why I said it worse? Why? Because they hide it from you, but your daddy let you see it. And if you were living with them, you would see it in them too. They're yeah, just that's, hiding that's it true. from you. That's true. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> so everyone is like that. Your dad is not unique. So your mama is a narcissist, and so is your daddy. Because your daddy is just like his mama. He's become like his mother. He has her nature. And your mama became like her mama, and you become like your mama. Unless you apologize for resenting her, the buck will start with you, and your kids won't have to go through that. You have real love. So you got to forgive your father too. He can't help it. Daddy, I'm sorry for resenting you for being a girl. <laughs> you can't say that to him? I'm I'll sorry. Try. Yeah. <laughs> you gonna shake in your booth, but daddy I don't know how he'll take that, but okay. So what now? I don't know how he'll take it, but okay, I'll it, try it. It doesn't matter how he'll take it. Let's say you tell him that, Daddy, I'm sorry for resenting you for being like a girl. You just like your mama. I understand now. And let's say he get mad and start screaming, right? And you just look at him screaming. Oh, look at daddy screaming. But he really didn't never knew his mom. His mom died at birth. And who raised him? His aunt and grandmother. We hate them too then. It's the same spirit. Cause grandmama's a mean grandmama. Controlling. Have you noticed that? Mm. Well, I mean his, I don't know, he's, he's 80. So. And grandma dead? 
Yep, all of the relatives. Your dad is 80? Yep. <laughs> you got an 80 year old daddy? <laughs> I, I sure do. Well, is his, his name Abraham? <laughs> your mama's name is Sarah. What? Your mother's name is Sarah, and your daddy's name Abraham. <laughs> wow, your dad is 80. How old are you? 17? Yep. Right on, Dad. <laughs> I'm telling you. Well, good for you. But forgive him, he can't help it. Yeah. Yeah, Be I know. <laughs> because if you don't forgive your daddy, you're never going to know God. You'll know about him, but you won't know him. You'll read about him, you'll shout about him, you'll pray about him, but you won't know him. you intellectually learn about him, but you won't know him. You can't love God and resent your father. Yep, that's true. I agree with that. So forgive him. He can't help it. He's doing the best he can do. And if you don't forgive him, every guy you get involved with will be just like him. You'll only be attracted to weak men like that. You won't be able to help yourself. You become attracted to what you hate. Yep. Amazing, huh? Yep. <laughs> Aren't you glad your friend brought you? Yeah. I can't hear you. Yes. Nice. See, she did your favor. Drop the anger and you'll be free. Your father is no different than anyone else, no matter who they are. Yep. And all the kids your age are having the same problem. It starts in the home. Well, I moved out when I was 14. <laughs> really? And who you live with? Who? You, they can't hear you on the mic. Yeah, her. Who? Yes, your friend? Yep. You live with her? Yep, Fabi. You call her her? Yep, Fabi. I'm going to her house. Really? And how's that going? Um, I mean, I've switched living places quite a few times since then, so, yeah. Well, forgive your father so you can stop running. Yeah, it's going to be difficult, but I'll do it. Good. It's going to be the hardest thing you ever have to do in life. And once you do that, everything else starts to become easier and easier and easier and easier. But you got to go back and face the trauma. Yep. And your father love you. Mm. He's doing the best he can. If he could love you the right way, he would. He doesn't have it. And so does your mother, and she just can't help it either, all right? Any other question? Uh, no, that's it. Did they tell you about the silent prayer? Wait, what? Did your friend tell you how to pray? Mm, no. Oh, okay. I want you to, he's going to give you a little thing. I want you to go to my YouTube channel, and when you pray, just be still and let go so you can come out of your imagination. Okay. So you can stop believing thoughts. All thoughts are all lies all the time about anything. Never believe thoughts. They're all lies. The ones that make you feel good are lying to you. And the ones that make you feel bad are lying to you. They're all lies. Just let them pass. Do the silent prayer. You'll see how to do that. Let go 
and the Father God will take over your life and it'll be amazing. But you got to forgive so you can enter into the kingdom within. All right? Um, okay, well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Any other questions? Uh, no, that's it. Nice. <laughs> thank you for bringing her, friend. What's your first name? Oh, hold on a minute, sorry. I'm Fabi. You don't seem much older than her. I am. You're older than she, you're older than she is? Yeah. How old are you? 22. Oh, you're still a baby. What the? <laughs> but thank you for bringing her. Yes. Had you been listening to the show, how did you find us? Um, through him. He showed me through YouTube. Right. And I watched it. And what were your first impression? It was funny. Yeah. It was funny. That's what catch you. Yeah. Black people have a, a funny way about them. What did you say, hey, black people what? Entertaining. He said, black people are entertaining. <laughs> I ain't black. You black? No. Oh. That's book. Don't say it too fast. Don't say no too fast. <laughs> no, I'm playing. <laughs> well, any questions or anything? Oh, no. Well, thank you for bringing her. Yeah. Uh, hey, you, what do you think of the show? Is this your first time here? No, I mean, here, yeah. yeah him, your friend. Right next to you, yeah. What's your first name? Blake. Blayton? Yeah. This your first time here? Yeah, first yeah. time here. No, nice. Physically, yeah. So what now? Physically. Oh, you don't live in LA? No. Oh, we're, nice. We're all from Minnesota. Oh, all you guys from Minnesota? Yeah, we've been here since Wednesday. Right on. Yeah. Who do you think of LA? Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's all right. Watch your wallet. Yeah, that's what, that's what I told him coming down here. It's dangerous out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and don't leave anything on the seat in your car. Put it in the trunk somewhere. Oh, snap. We might have to go back out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks for coming, man. Any questions about anything? Uh, no, no. Not right now. Have you gone and forgiven your mother? Yeah, I forgave her. How did that go? Uh, it, was, it was crazy. She got mad, and then she started crying. And then I gave her a hug. You gave her a hug when she started crying? Yeah, but then she Baby. got mad again. So I was just like, you know what I'm saying? What you hug her for? So she got mad again, see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I shouldn't have done that. Uh-uh. Uh, she thought, oh, I got control of him. Now I'm crying. Yeah. He's hugging me. <laughs> and so she thought she had control again. Yeah. How about your father? Um, he died. Oh, he did? Yeah. Were you a kid or something? Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. So everything going well for you? Yeah, I mean, it's all right, yeah. And why have you told your friends to go and forgive? I waited to bring him here. What? I wanted to wait to bring him here. For me to tell them? Yeah. But you could tell them too. Yeah, I could have. Because that's your world, I suppose. Wait, no, no, no. I did tell her to forgive her dad. I did tell her. I told her. Oh. I told her. I told her. I've been told it's just difficult. Right. So what now? It's just difficult. Oh, he's been told you, but it's difficult? Yeah. And yeah, what's yeah. different? Oh, because you're afraid? Probably, yep. You're afraid? And what you what are you afraid of? I mean I don't know, I feel like I'm just still mad at him. No, with your mother. What made you afraid to forgive her? I mean I, I kinda did forgive her. And I mean she's definitely like she's great, but it's just it's difficult because like she um after all the stuff, you know, that my dad has done so far, just in my life in general, she still stays with him. And that's why it's more difficult, because it's just like, 
I don't understand why she does. Because she loved, she loved killing him. She's destroying him and she's getting a life from that. That's why she say. I feel like it'd be the other way around. Uh-uh, you don't know your mama. You should ask your dad, why are you so mad at her? He'll tell you. Because she tells him what to do. Right. And nothing worse than a woman to tell a man what to do. Yep. Your mother is not an angel. Well, she's an angel, but angel of the devil. And the devil loved the devil. So you have two devils fighting together, your daddy and your mama. Your mama don't leave because she doesn't want to leave. She loved destroying him. Yeah, I've never thought about it that way. Yeah, that's why she won't leave. If she didn't love the devil inside herself, she would leave if it's not working. Well, I got her to leave for a month, but then she went back. She like, uh, this is too peaceful. I want hell. Yeah, I think it just. I think it's because she was so used to it. Used no, to this. No, she loved hell. You making up excuses for her? I mean, yeah, I guess. No, you are. Your mother love her hell. You couldn't pay your mama to leave hell. There's not enough money in the world for your mama to leave hell. She loved bringing hell on your father, and he loved bringing hell on her. And you caught in the middle. It's not your fault. I know, I guess, but when she doesn't leave, I like, I feel like it's my problem to like help her get out. But every single time I've tried, it never happens. So I just, at this point, I've just kind of moved on and just be like, it's your problem, not mine. It is her problem. You can't save anyone. Yeah, you can't even save yourself. How are you going to save her? Yep. It's not your problem at all, nor is it your fault. They were already like that when you met them. We are all born into hell, a, a family just like that. Mother and father fighting and battling with one another. We are born innocent, and they destroy us by recreating us in their image. They were already like that when you left heaven. You can't save her. You better get out of the way. She'll destroy you. Yep, I know. That's <laughs> so forgive her, and then walk away. Be done with it. And work on you. Yeah, I'll do that. That's the plan. Do you have brothers and sisters? This is my brother. See, they destroy him. <laughs> they had the same impact on him. Yep. That's why he can't function right now, because they have destroyed him. Yep. You have to forgive a man. They couldn't help themselves. So you can go free. You have to overcome them. Who's the older, you or your brother? Huh? Who older you? Who is the oldest? You or your brother? My brother. Oh, you have to give him, man, so you can be free. That anger is not going to help you. It's going to only destroy you. We all went through that. All those older folks and everybody else behind, going through, all human beings go through that. 
It's not about anything but that, forgiving the parents. So you can be peaceful. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Any questions? No. Am I wrong about you disagree with anything I've said so far? Not really. It's kind of just the truth, and I needed to hear it. Yeah. That's why your friend brought you. And you need to hear, and because you're welcoming that truth, it is making you free right now. It's changing your whole world from the darkness to the light right now. And once you face and forgive them, it's just going to, everything going to lighten up for you. All your fears and doubts and worry. But leave your mom alone. Let your mama stay in her hell. Have you noticed God leaving her in the hell, right? He's not trying to get her out. Yeah. So who you think you got? No. Well, stop playing God. <laughs> Don't feel sorry for her. You're playing God who you do. Don't be mad with her. You're playing God who you do. Don't be emotional about it. You're playing God who you do. Every human being, adult, is responsible for themselves. We can't save anyone. Yeah, that's true. So let go and live your life. Yep, that's what I'm going to do. Right on. Amazing. We got one soul saved. We can go home now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, Joel, did you work on your life this week? Oh, yeah. And what did you discover about yourself? Um, that, hmm, you might have to just wait for the show. You might have to just tune Ooh, in. Oh, he's on fire. <laughs> yeah, no, wait for the show. Just you know, Joya, you ever listen to his show? He black? Oh. <laughs> he's on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Just mainly that um, <laughs> when we believe thoughts, even when you're born again or you wake up, you see, and even when you do the silent, play, uh, silent prayer, when you believe thoughts and still fall back into the ego for whatever reason, I realize that we just get space. We're ego. talking about you, not we. Okay, well, me. When I get space from the ego, I see clear. Yeah. And I can um, avoid like depression, anxiety, blah, 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 right? But um, there's still like a attachment to the ego at times. Yeah. So I, I realize the silent prayer and forgiving gives us that space, but overcoming the ego is another thing. So learning how to take the proper steps to overcome just on a daily basis. Amazing. If every human being were overcome anger and thoughts right now, you'd be a free man or a free woman. You're only in bondage to your anger and to thoughts because it's all evil. There's no love in it at all. If you can overcome thoughts right now, you can walk on water. It's the thoughts. And all thoughts are from the devil, from evil, from your imagination. Isn't that amazing? You just locked into thoughts. That's all it is. You trust the thoughts over the truth. Isn't that amazing? Nice. Um, 
I want here and then here. Ooh. <laughs> yes. So um, I've been thinking about the, uh, the biblical questions. Uh, do you have a reason to live? Yeah, hold on to that for a minute. Let me finish here, then I'll come to that. Nice. Yes. This your first time here? Yeah. What's your first name? Callista. What? Callista. Callista? Yeah. Oh. What the? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, How did you find us? Um, my dad, he watches the show like every day. It's like the news. Oh, that's your dad? Yeah, that's my dad. That's your dad? I know. <laughs> I thought you were joking. That's your father? I... When you made a baby at five? <laughs> what? Am I the only one shot? I thought it was your boyfriend or something. You call him daddy? Yeah. Whoa. I mean, what else am I supposed to call him? How old are you? 14. And how old are you? Uh, I'll be 38. Really? You black? <laughs> black don't crack. <laughs> That's amazing. Man, you look young. Nice. <laughs> so, are you from here, LA? Yeah, I'm from here. Really? Have you got overcome your anger? Slowly but surely. Have you overcome your anger? <laughs> yeah, I feel like I have. Have you overcome your anger? Yes. Oh, nice. And how are you overcoming it? Um, how have you overcome? I feel like instead of thinking of like trying to justify my anger, I just try to let go of it, I yeah. feel like, instead of holding on to it, because it's not doing any good for me. That's for sure. You're 14? Yes. You're so mature at 14. Wow. Did you forgive your mother? <laughs> yes. Hmm? I feel like I have, but I haven't expressed it to her. So you, what makes you think you're forgiven if you haven't gone and dealt with her? Well, I haven't seen her, so I'm seeing her tonight, so I plan on expressing you know, oh, good. That, but I feel like I used to hold on to it and like I said, justify reasons to be upset over it. Right. But now I'm just kind of like I've I'm in a new kind of chapter of my life and I'm letting God take the lead and instead of just trying to hold on to everything and kind of justify reasons, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And once you go and say, Hey mother, I'm sorry for it, no matter what it is. Whatever she's done, she got her own issues and she couldn't help herself, right? Yeah. But when you apologize for resenting her, don't ask her to forgive. Never ask a human being to forgive you. Human beings don't forgive, only God forgive. We apologize for being wrong, for judging you. And so just apologize to her and God will forgive you. And if she accepts it, fine. If she doesn't, fine. If she lay down and die right in front of you, you just say, oh, mama did. <laughs> I wonder if she had an insurance. <laughs> <laughs> and then go in the kitchen and look right next to the silverware in that drawer, the insurance papers are there. <laughs> Cash them in, and don't let your brother and sister know she had any until you get your part of the money out and then let them fight over the rest. All right, but you'll be free. Okay, thank you. You're so mature though, you sound mature. Mature. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. That's a good thing. Oh, okay, thank you. Very good thing. And have you forgiven your father? Yes, I think, I've, yeah, I've forgiven him. Did you tell him that? No. 
I forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> and why haven't you told him? Um, I don't know. I have no idea. I, I don't know. I felt like, because I felt like the issue with my mother and him, it was kind of intertwined. So, I don't know. It just kind of felt like, I don't know. It was like a hard pill to swallow, I guess, forgiving. But now, I'm, like I said, I forgive you, so... Nice. Um, you must go and forgive before you can enter into the kingdom of heaven within. You must forgive because anyone that has anger is not going to live from within. Heaven is up here, but it's in us too. And because anyone that has anger is of their father, the devil, and the devil cannot enter into the kingdom. So forgive your father too. He couldn't help it. All right? Mm -hmm. Amazing. Amazing. Um, have you apologized? To, I mean, any questions about anything? Um, no, no questions. Okay. And what's your first name? Shane. I'm sorry? Shane. Shane? Yeah. I still can't Shane see you Kane. being a daddy. <laughs> yeah. What? Am I the only one? No. You sure you didn't make a baby at 12? Yeah, no. Whoa. 23. And have you forgiven your parents? Oh, yeah. You went to them? Yeah. Yeah. Well, my mom's passed away, but uh, and I, I forgave her after she passed away. But right on. And how about her. your father? Uh, yes, just recently. I actually just met my father in August for the first time. So. For the first time? Yep. In your life? Yep. What was that like? It was amazing. Nice, man. So you, the two of you are getting along now? Oh, yeah. We live a block away from each other now. So. Nice. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming. Any questions about anything? No. Okay. No, I, I can't. <laughs> I see some driver's license. <laughs> um, I forgot to ask you, did you forgive your mother? Did I ask you? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Oh, you went to her? Uh, yeah. And how about your father? Yeah. Nice. Okay, good. So I got to tell you this. Um, speaking of, oh, oh, then I get to the biblical question, Frankie. Speaking of uh, egos, so I counseled with this guy that lived in another state, and he is uh, 21, 22, I forgot. And he did the silent prayer. He went and forgave. He really been working on himself. And so one day uh, last week, he was just out and about or somewhere, and all of a sudden, he saw that he really didn't know himself, that he wasn't who he thought that he was. And like everything just start to crumble for him. And he even saw the devil come out in his face and just yelling, right? He can see the image of the devil. And he said it was so scary, he freaked out and, and uh-uh, he's like, uh-uh, I don't want this. This is scary. Who am I? Who am I? He started screaming. Who am I? Because he realized that all those identities he's taken on over the years, that it really wasn't him. And he had identified with those things as being him. And so he freaked out because all those things start falling away, those images. We are not our bodies. We're not our thoughts. We're not our uh, emotions. They're not you, right? We're not a doctor. We're not a lawyer. We're not of this and we're not of that. Being a doctor, a lawyer, whatever, is what you do, but it's not who you are. And when you can... But anyway, he freaked out. And so he didn't know what to do. He was crying. He said he started praying to God. Oh, God, please help me. 
It's funny how the devil can tell you to pray to God. The devil can give you bad thoughts and make you feel bad about yourself and then tell you to cry out to God. Isn't that amazing? That voice will say, oh, cry out to God. And you cry out to God. Not realizing that you're crying out to the devil. But he, uh, he said he, he, after that, it was so scary. He like, Jesse, I don't want to continue. I don't want no more of this. <laughs> I'm, I'm done. And he was like, I, I don't want this God thing. <laughs> it's too scary. And then, but he said he realized that he couldn't go back. There's nothing to go back to. He even called his friends up and told them, I want to be friends again because I ain't, I ain't doing this God thing. <laughs> he was so afraid. He said, I don't know if that's going to happen to me again. I don't want to have to deal with that. He was afraid, but he can't go back now. He said, I realize I cannot go back. And once you give up the ego like that, give up your anger, there's nothing to go back to. Once you give up the ego, because it is the nature of the devil, there's nothing you can go back to. All of these ideas, you think you have a, a good personality, if you think you have a bad personality, if you think you're a sinner, if you think you're a saint, if you think you're saved, if you think you're not saved, if you think you know God, if you think you don't know God, if you think you're in love. Do you know that nobody has love? Parents don't love their children. If they love their children, why would they screw them up? Why would they try to make their children be what they want them to be? Why would they impose on their kids if they love their kids? Love is, don't hurt. There's no pain in love. It's not a sadness or happiness. It's perfect peace. So you got to work on yourself. No one else can do it for you. And working on yourself simply means watch. Watch those thoughts and let them pass. As the young lady was saying, take the pain. Relax in the pain. Because the ego doesn't want to depart from you. It want to live in you. The devil lives in human beings. And, and if it can't... It destroys you, and it looks for other people to destroy. It is roaming the earth, trying to destroy other souls. But if you don't have anger, he cannot get to you. Because if you don't have anger, you're not going to judge your fellow man. You will know it's not them. You'll be free. You can live in this world with perfect peace. And the way you do it is have no expectation at all from anyone or anything. Don't, don't try to get love from one another. Don't try to get this from one another. You don't need it. It's holding you back in life. If you already have it, you wouldn't need it. So when a man and woman get together, they're not trying to get love from one another. They're getting together for the right reason, to make babies. That's the only reason, to make babies. You ain't trying to get love from him, and he's not trying to get love from you, and you will have a marriage that will last until death do you part. But if one person trying to get something from the next person, and it feel like when you first meet, don't it feel like love? Oh, I love them, they love me, I love them, right? And then as soon as you get married, it's a different story. Where is the love, and now you want to fight. But if you had no expectation, you had no need, there would be nothing to fight about. And if you have to lead a marriage, you just walk away from it. Uh, it's not working out, I'm gone, bye. And then you won't feel like sitting at the dock of the bay or any of that. <laughs> Fighting over trying to make somebody love you, busting out their windows. 
going over to their house, breaking in. Have you ever seen people break out window? Other, other people, anybody ever done that? You broke over with a girl, or a girl broke over with a guy, you broke out their car windows. You've done that? What? Uh, <laughs> why did you do it? I'm sorry? He was pissing me off. <laughs> he, he was pissing you off? A millennial, right? And so, and what good was breaking the window doing? Uh, just letting go of the anger of that moment. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, you were building it up. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Amazing. Now you realize you were wrong for that, right? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Did you apologize to him? Yes. And then you broke it out again? <laughs> no, not the second time. Nice. Well, don't look for love from outside. Nobody has love to give you. Exactly. Everything you're looking for is inside of you already. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Nice. So let the ego die, but you gotta get, you need the light in order to kill the ego, the thoughts and emotions. Only the light of God can kill the darkness. Because the light don't need the darkness. The light has nothing in common with the darkness. And the darkness does not understand the light. It just doesn't understand it. It has no idea what it's all about. So that's why the darkness trying to keep you out of the light. It want to keep you angry so that you don't see it to overcome it. But you could be free right now if you drop the ego, drop the anger. And as adults, nobody in this whole ride world is responsible for the way you are. Nobody. As an adult, you are responsible for your own life. I don't care what they try, and there are some mean people out there who will try to hurt you because mean people try to hurt other people so they can feel alive. They can feel good. They can feel like they're somebody. They feel like they getting revenge is making them feel good, but it's only destroying them. But if you're in control of yourself, nobody else can make you feel anything. They can't hurt you. Everything you're looking for is with you and in you. All right? I want to get to the biblical question because of time here. And the last week, biblical question. Any question about anything? Anyone? Okay. Last week, biblical question was, what, uh, oh, what is your reason for living? What is your reason for living? And Francisco want to respond, and the young man in the back want to respond. Yes. What is your reason for living? I don't have a reason. Uh, <laughs> in my younger days, I had a major breakdown when I tried to figure out my reason for living and, you know, kind of went off a little bit because of all uh, the stress of the world that was on my shoulders and my responsibilities, and I cracked. And uh, w how I came out of that was uh, I... Uh, remember hearing uh, somebody talk about Solomon and Solomon was a man in the Bible he was the wisest man who ever lived up until that time uh, and so he uh, and he asked God for wisdom to lead the people and and so what he said was uh, uh, in his sayings all is vanity and all is vexing and that just smashed me when I when I heard that and then I realized that, that I was putting too much weight on things and taking responsibilities for things. And so I had to back off 
uh, and when I did, all was well. And so um, that, that's why that's such a profound uh, statement. Uh, what is your reason for living? Um, right now, I don't have a reason. I live each day, um, you know, and kind of wait for what needs to be done, and I do it. So, so you have no reason to live for living? I mean, I have selfish reasons, you know, for, you know, happiness and contentness. But I, what I notice about that, the things that I do, I have like a slight depression. Not depression, depression, but a sadness. What do I do if I eat the same food every day that used to make me happy, and I'm not happy, it's kind of boring. Or going out, why am I going out? You know, the same, I'm doing the same thing that I did yesterday, so there's no excitement and joy, you know? And so it's a, and so it's a slight boringness. What I so, noticed about that, that feeling, is that Solomon had the same kind of feeling. He, he sensed that. And I think that's God awakening the, the, the soul that what you're living through, you're going through right now, up or down, left or right, but this is what you need to go through right now and don't be too happy, and don't be too sad, and just experience it and see it for what it is. So, so I'm black and slow, so yeah. just to be clear, do you have a reason to live for living or not? No. You have no reason for living? No, uh, no. You sure? Of myself, well, I'm thinking about it. I mean, the only, the only reason that comes up are pride and ego that comes so up. So just to be clear, do you so have said, a reason no. for living? No. Okay. No, no, no. You sure about that? No. You sure that? <laughs> you sure that's not pride saying no? No. A vanity saying no? No. So you have no reason for living? No. Okay. <laughs> yes, sir, and then there. Oh. What is your reason for living? Well, you kind of said it earlier, um, really to let God's light shine through me. Um, if I had to be transparent, when I first heard of their biblical question on Twitter, I think on Thursday, you know, it was always to serve God. And it felt like by doing so, I never really got to know him. I was just doing like following orders and rules and whatnot. But the way I look at it now, it's, you know, God created me. So why would I not go back to the source of life? Right, and by letting the ego die, you allow this light to shine. And so, for me, by 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 doing so, the reason to live is to live for God because He's the one who gave me life in the first place. And not only that, the selfishness of life goes away. You know, I don't have like a reason to live, say, for I don't know if if you were to ask maybe somebody on the street, they would want to say to leave a legacy or something like that. I don't really have that anymore. It's just to let God's light shine through me. It's God's will. It's not mine. So your reason for living is to let God light shine through you? Yes, sir. I want to be on a vibrational state that is just, you know, like all the avocados and chakras, you know, just unlocked. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah. What the? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> keep the microphone from this man. Whoa. Uh, but yes, that is, that is my response. Okay. To let God light shine through you. All right. Um, let me tell you, young man, first into Jesus' clothes, and then. What is your reason for living? Did y'all see he had on Jesus' clothes? Can you come up front? Let them see. You? 
You have on the sandals and everything and no socks. Do you mind coming out so they can see since I talked about you? I thought I saw Jesus. No, not on stage. James really want to put you out there. But what's your reason for living? My reason for living is dying. Who? Dying. Dying? Yeah. Oh, okay. Your reason for living is dying. Yeah. Oh, okay. What does that mean? Well, like what you said earlier about dying of ourselves daily. Um, I was talking to my friend about the Sabbath, and he was like, why do Christians go to church on Sunday when the Sabbath is Saturday? And, you know, this whole Sabbath debate. And it makes me think that every day is really supposed to be the Sabbath. Like, we should be working on ourselves and dying yeah. daily, like you said, so that God can shine the light through us and stuff. So, yeah. Okay. Interesting. And you, you agree to that? I see your head nodding. Uh, I mean, I'm just listening. You, oh, why are you doing this? Because it makes sense. Oh, okay. And what's your reason for living since you have the mic? I'm not sure I have a reason. I just think, uh, well, I see that we're here to be of service to others. But to me, I just understand that, like, on a surface level. So I don't really have, like, the... Because I feel like if, if when you truly know why you're supposed to be here and you, you understand it, then you're more inspired, in a sense, to leave the other things, let the other things go. So I don't, I don't know if I fully comprehend the reason. So you don't, you said that you're here to serve others? Yeah, I feel like- How are you here to serve others? To, to be of love and service to others, like how Jesus was, but- Why do you think that's your reason for living? I think that's everybody's reason. Why? Because that's absence, to me I see that as absence of ego. To it's serve others? It's, it's not about you, it's of service to others. Oh, okay. Serve others how? Whatever it may be, whatever you see, however you see in the moment to serve. Oh, you got any money? Another person. You say what? You got any money? No, see, you want my, to say, My oh. need is money. No. Service me. I'm not seeing it. I'm not feeling it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. So, so you, your reason for living should be of service. But that's not my reason. That's what I'm saying is I oh. see that, like, I see how that makes sense to me, but on a service level, like intellectually, I don't, like, think I have a, a reason and I think that's part of why I came to church today, too, is because I know your biblical question, like, what is the reason? But I feel like the reason can also be um, allow you to be more inclined to let go of the things that don't serve you, that the ego wants to cling on to. Okay. So, yeah, I'm not sure. All right. Don't want to respond. And then here and there and there. Yes, what's your reason for living? And I'm glad you see, I want you to know that you know that you know that you know. Don't let somebody teach you. 
you should know that we have a teacher within, and the only way you're going to know this is true, like the young lady was saying, she can see that she resists her father and mother, she needs to know and forgive. You, once you see it, it's yours. Nobody has to tell you anything. But go ahead. Yes, Darrell, what's your reason for living? I thought about this since you asked me earlier this week, and I've come up with some of the in my head, I've come up with some of the answers that I've heard. In your head? Yeah, but I can't, I can't stick to them because I, I have no idea. Um, I don't really see myself having a reason to live. I think it's kind of born into me. Like, even a dog doesn't want to die, right? They'll do whatever they can to live. And I think that people kind of have that, too. I, so I don't, I don't necessarily see what reason I have to live. So you don't know why you, you don't have a reason to live or you just don't see a reason to live? I, I don't see, I don't see what reason I have to live. Oh, okay. Amazing. Not yes. that I want to die. So I'm just not, saying that I haven't come up with any, anything that and, makes sense. And you don't want to die? Right, I'm not Why saying. Why not? You in the way? You got no reason to live. <laughs> I'm just. You know, saying. I mean, serving or anything. I know. <laughs> as soon as I said it, it sounded just horrible. <laughs> yeah, I ain't got nothing to live for. <laughs> there are so many people who have committed suicide because they didn't have anything to live for. They needed a reason to live. Yes, Nick. And then here, what's your reason for living? Oh, um, I have some chips at home I want to eat. <laughs> kind of thinking about it a little bit. Did you hear him say on, on the radio, his reef of living was his guacamole? I finished the guac. I already finished that, that guacamole. <laughs> I finished the guac, so I had to move on to something else. So your reason for living is your food? Well, I've, to, be, to expand, to be a little more serious, you know, I want to say I want to say that my reason for living is oh seeking God and stuff, but then I just have to examine my life and what I do daily, and it doesn't look like that. My behavior points to I want fun, I want entertainment, I want yeah things right, and so yeah I want to say God and all that. I at least don't I don't like justify or accept. I can see that it's phony and empty, and I'll admit it to myself, but like I said, I, I want to say I'm seeking God and that's my purpose, but my behavior doesn't show it. Okay, nice. Right there, what's your reason for living? I saw your hand, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a reason for living. You don't? No, and I think that Did you any... know you have a husband that don't have a reason to live? No. Not even, you're not even a reason. No. Ooh. I think if you have a reason for and all living, all women want husband to live for them. I think if you have a reason for living, it's all coming from the devil. It's all coming from these ideas that we get about what our life is supposed to be and our purpose and all of that kind of stuff. It's all coming from Satan. So if you come up with a reason for living, you're worshiping the devil. Amazing. Yeah. So you have no reason for living. No, because my life is not mine. I was born here. I didn't choose to be here. I was here, and so I'm not going through life trying to discover purpose and all that kind of stuff. Okay, amazing. 
Okay, and then, okay. Yes. Um, I don't have a reason to live. I have a purpose. What's your purpose? Uh, to be the light of the world. I mean, and we're created in the image of God, so. What does that mean, to be the light of the world? Well, not necessarily someone, somebody big that influences people. No, just, you know, if you're able to work, do stuff, help others, that's being the light of the world, I think. Okay. You know, like my clients, uh, you know, I, I have a lot of clients, and every week I, when I go do their yards, if I notice something's uh, loose, I fix it. Uh, I, their screens are, are on the windows are loose. I fix them, and, you know, and the people appreciate it, you know. So, you know, if you're able to, like, like Joel said, service, you know, I think that's a way of servicing okay. the world, you know, people, you know, be of use, right? <laughs> Be of use. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. Uh, right here. Thank you. Your reason for a living. What's your reason? In spirit, my reason would be <clears throat> to know God and to be present with God. To it, know God? In spirit. Okay. I think, I think each question every week is really... And I've, your first, in, my first instinct sometimes is to take it on in a flesh world thought process. But really, this question as it pertains to this entire week and when you first asked me and I had a Whitney Houston emotional response about it, you know, I saw, like, I'm continuing to see this, the separation of flesh and spirit in my life. And when I really sit still in spirit, I am with God, I am knowing God, I'm learning about God, I'm learning about who I am as spirit. I don't really know. But, you know, when I'm out in the world clanging around questions and thoughts and ideas and all the stuff that the world gets, then I've, I find myself tormented and, and asking that question, what is your reason to live? That's why when you first asked it last week, my first feeling was rage. You know, yeah. because that is a that is a worldly response <clears throat> to that question, and I get why people commit suicide over that. I've been there. I know, you know what so I mean? many people who committed suicide. Yeah. Not so many, but I know many people who committed suicide because they can find a reason for living. Yeah, and I <clears throat> I can see really clearly that me seeing that distinction so profoundly <sighs> last Sunday, the devil really was like well it's time to party again and it just and it, it re, and I kept thinking back to that moment on Sunday like if my if I could see that my reason for living in spirit is to know God like my choice in this really is to sit still through the clanging and the noises and the voice of the devil saying all the things that he's gonna say and so I you know there's apparently more ego to die and I don't uh, quite frankly, like the worldly idea of what my reason for living anymore, like it, it's just <clears throat> I'm repulsed by that. I don't want to. I don't want to figure that out. You know what I mean? God reveals what my reason is one moment at a time as I sit still. As long as I'm sitting still and I'm in the present with God, I don't have to have a reason. It's just revealed. Okay. Amazing. Interesting. The young lady next. Were you done? Yeah. Okay. The young lady next to you want to respond. What's your reason for living? I mean, I I 
feel very similarly to what Rachel said is to just live. It's just to be present. And, you know, I feel like I was given a life. And so my reason to live is just to live it. Okay. <laughs> just as simple as that, I guess. Uh, beforehand, did you think you had a reason for living? Yes, but I don't know that it was any different than, I don't know if I really thought about it, oh, okay. to be honest. I, it's always just been like, well, here I am, so I guess I'm just going to do this. <laughs> nice. You know? Did you forgive your mother? Yeah. You went to her? Yeah. You finally did it? Yeah. How was it? Eh, she was fine. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I mean... A lot of things happened. What? <laughs> there was just a long discussion about a lot of different things. I'm sorry? There was just a long discussion about a lot of different things. So you went to her and said what? I forgive you. And what did she say? She said, uh, she said thank you. I mean, she said a lot of other things too. I don't really want to, I'm not going to get into it here. Oh, <laughs> uh, she cursed you out? Uh, no. No, she's, she's crazy. I'm sorry? <laughs> she's crazy. <laughs> she's crazy? All mothers are crazy. I know. Yeah. And so you apologize for resenting her? Mm -hmm. Oh, good. And how did you feel about it afterward? Uh, okay. She got to you? Yeah. She still got to you after you forgave? Mm -hmm. Why did you let her get to you? Old habits. Emotions, attachments, all that stuff. Ego, mostly. And so if you weren't ready to forgive, why did you go to her? Because I thought that, uh, I just wanted to see what happened, <laughs> if I did. Oh, I guess. so you weren't ready to forgive, you just wanted to see what happened. Well, yeah, I wanted, I guess I wanted to feel it if I did it, you know? But if you weren't ready, was not ready to forgive, what were you expecting to feel? You're just going there to see what happened. Kinda, yeah. But why not go to forgive so you can go free? And that way if she act up, that's on her. Yeah, and I understand And you wouldn't that. get into a long conversation or anything. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, I don't know. I'm just trying, I'm just trying to do the right thing, trying to, you know. I don't know. You try to do the right thing. I don't know. I don't know. What does that mean? It means I have a lot of emotions about it. And I'm of course, every angry person has emotions. I know. Because they're of the devil. Do you love worshiping the devil? No. Well, why don't you come out of hell? I'm trying. How are you trying? You won't forgive. I'm trying. How are you trying? You won't forgive. I just am. How are you trying? You won't forgive. Doing the best I can. How are you doing the best you can when you won't forgive? I'm working on it. How are you working on it when you won't forgive?
it's hard. What? It's hard. How is it hard when you won't forgive? Just is. How is it hard to forgive? I don't. Right now, we'll just sit here looking at each other, looking silly. <laughs> just sort of obvious on camera. No, we're just looking silly right now. What is wrong with you? Don't, I don't want to have this conversation here in front of Oh, you don't? People. No. Okay, why well, don't you say that then? Speak up. It's okay. I understand that. I totally understand that. Uh, do you feel like I'm yelling at you? I am. No, I'm playing. A little bit. I'm not yelling at you. Do you feel like I'm yelling at you? A little bit. You feel like you, uh, are you thinking I ain't coming back here no more? No, I haven't thought that. Well, yet. Don't, let the, yet. <laughs> don't let the devil rob you of that. You need this because I, I know I understand all of it. Yeah. It's just not. I understand everything that you're saying, and I don't disagree with you. Right. Speak to the mic for me. I just. I don't know. I I I get it. I do. I understand it. And I know you. If I say it's not that easy, you're going to say. Why isn't it that easy? Like, <laughs> I know where, like, I just don't. But it's not. The reason it's been hard for all of us to go and face the mother of a giver because she's the one that traumatized you, and now you're afraid of her. Anyone that has anger has fear, right? And so, but what you don't know, once you go and face that fear, it will disappear. I don't think that it just disappears at the snap of a finger. But you don't know that because you won't do it. The devil tell you that, oh, it ain't going to disappear just like that. So, sister, and not, don't do it. You listen to the devil. Maybe, yeah. I'm sorry? I said maybe, yeah. Why you listen to the devil say, I don't think it's going to disappear just like that? Why take the risk with your own life by not doing that? Your friend have told you? You've seen a change in your friend, right? Have you? Well, we haven't known each other because, that long. We haven't known each other that long. Oh, <laughs> oh she disowned her friendship right now. <laughs> I ain't known her that long. <laughs> oh, we say good friends. All of a sudden, I haven't known her that long. <laughs> That's a drug addict? I don't know that drug addict. <laughs> What a mess. <laughs> but listen, I want to let you know, don't let the devil rob you of your freedom. He wants your soul. He has your soul. He want to keep it. I know. 
And facing your mother will be the hardest thing you'll ever have to do in life. From that point forward, you'll be free. You'll start to overcome everything. But don't let them talk you out of it. All you have to say, hey, I'm sorry for resenting you, mother. I know now you can help yourself. You're going to shake in your boots, but it'll be the last time you ever shake. I tell you that much. I just want to mean it when I say it. Right. You should mean, mean it. You're absolutely right. You need to see that you're wrong for resenting her. I, I see it. I know that I am. So how many more you need to mean in there? What else do you need? I don't know. You tell me. You need to lose a limb? <laughs> Maybe. You need to lose your husband? I don't have a husband. I'm sorry? I don't have a husband. I can't hear you. I don't have a husband. You need a husband? No. Well, what is it going to Your soul don't mean anything to you? My what? Soul. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> All right. We'll just suffer until you're ready. Okay. I understand it. No problem. What a mess. <laughs> <laughs> I've I met other people that love their hell, too, and they let the devil talk them out of it. So you're not the only one. There are a lot of folks in hell with you. All kind of people. So I understand it. All right? Mm -hmm. But when you're ready, when you truly are ready, go face it. Just face it. And you'll go through it and you'll be fine. You'll start to see other things that you need to overcome. And the light will cause you to overcome it. All right? Mm -hmm. Any questions about that? No. You, you like the fact I yelled at you? Did I like it? Uh -huh. No. You ain't like it? No. Did not. You, how about I'm a black man yelling at a white woman? <laughs> <laughs> you like that? <laughs> I don't like any of it. Oh, it doesn't matter the color. No. Nope. What now? <laughs> no, I'm messing with you. Okay. All right, I gotta move on. Oh man. How about you? What's your and then y'all ain't in the black? What's, What's your question? reason for living? To be fruitful and multiply. Speak up. To be fruitful and multiply. To be oh, make a lot of babies. Yeah. Nice. One one down. That's right. <laughs> That's the real reason for living. Make babies. Nah. How about you? Know, what's your reason for living? I have no idea. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. You so mature. At Fourteen. Yes. Who raised you? Who you? I guess. You live with your father? Yes. That's what you get when you live with your father. <laughs> right on. That's a different than living with the father and this living with the mother. Uh, the young lady in the black back there. What's your reason for living? And then I gotta, gotta move. Okay. Yes. Um, I didn't think about it before. So I would say now my reason for living is to just live like everyone else was saying and what Nick was saying, like I have, I feel that I have those selfish desires, that those worldly desires, but um, I thought I had love to give before. I think that was the reason mainly is that I thought I had love to give, but now that I know that I don't have love to give, I don't think that I have a reason to live or I don't know what my reason is. Okay, amazing. Uh, hate wanna re uh, respond and then here and then that's it. Yes, Hake. Um, I don't What's know. What's your reason for living? I don't know either. <clears throat> I mean, I have various, <clears throat> like Nick said, fake reasons, like temporary selfish reasons. But no, I don't know. 
Amazing. And he's one of my experts. <laughs> he's in the chat right now. I'm telling you. It's I'm good guacamole. So what? It's really good guacamole. What? It's really good guacamole. Yeah. Amazing. Yes, ma'am. Um, I actually wanted I to... I saw your hand, right? Oh, yes. Okay. I wanted to say something in response to what Heather was saying. Okay. Um, honestly, I've, I've, I have gone to forgive my parents, and I always had a, uh, a question about that because just a Bible thump for a moment, it was, you know, the commandment says to honor your parents. It doesn't say to forgive them. But Speak I just, up for me. Because in the Bible it says to honor your parents, it doesn't right. say to forgive them. And I just realize now that I can't honor them if I don't forgive them. Right. And I never, like, put that together. So I just yep. have to share that. If you're supposed to honor your parents by not resenting your parents. It doesn't mean you got to live with them. You don't have to take care of them. You're not stuck with them. But just don't resent your parents. They're doing the best they could. All right. Uh, yes, Frank, real fast. So, um, reading the story of uh, Solomon's story, it's all about this topic, 100%. What is the reason to live? He asked God for something. You know, you should never ask God for anything because he'll give it to you and you'll pay the price. And he was, uh, he was unhappy and sad that he had all the wisdom of, in the world because there's a, uh, all the responsibility that went, went, went with it made it a burden for him. And so he was actually saddened to have, uh, he saw no reason to live. And so uh, this topic, if you ever want to, you should read Solomon's uh, Ecclesiastics and it talks about the subject. Okay. And what's your reason for living? I don't have one. <laughs> How come everybody laughing there? Because I, I wake up today, and this needs to be done, and then I do that thing, and then it's done. Tomorrow I'll wake up again. Hopefully okay. God, you know. So you'll have a reason for living? No. No, no, okay. no, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, Sean want input, and unless they want the last word. Yes, yeah, Sean. What's your reason for living? I don't have a reason. Um, I've searched for a reason in the past, and it didn't bring me anything didn't bring me any peace at all. Quite the opposite, actually. And, um, you know, like I said, I wasn't the cause of myself coming into the world. So, therefore, I need more than my own capacities for reason or uh, my own justifications for this, that, or the other thing. You know, you could think about the pros and cons and try to reason yourself through the, through, and I've done that, you know, thinking about the pros and cons and trying to reason myself through decisions and this and that, and it hasn't brought me uh, any kind of peace. In fact, we were talking about suicide before. You know, the people who, who do end up committing suicide, that uh, urge to find a reason in life drives them crazy, you know? And um, so I don't have a reason. I don't feel like I need one. And that's my answer. You want to stick with that answer? Yes. Is your last word on that? Final answer. Final answer? Uh, is Sean doing a good job producing the show? Yeah. Amazing, huh? That's one white, smart man. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, Leslie, what's your reason for living? The only thing that seems to make sense to me is for me to be close to my father. For you to be close? That's yeah. your reason for living? Yeah. Oh, okay. And yes, 
Your reason what? Mine. Um, I don't have one either. You don't? No. And, and why don't you have one? Because there was a time when I did, and those reasons are meaning, they were meaningless. Oh, okay. Amazing. So listen, oh, let me ask a young man that didn't want to speak up for you. Would you like to say something now? Yeah, sure. I'm sorry? Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. What's your first name again? Um, Andrew. And how old are you, Andrew? 19. 18? 19. 19. And will you forgive your parents now that you've heard about forgiveness? Yeah. You will go and forgive them? I was going to say, uh, I, I feel like people rely on me for a uh, reason of living. Oh, your reason for living is for people to rely on you? No, people are relying on me. Oh, people are relying on you, and that's your reason for li living. Yeah. And how do you feel about them relying on you? Uh, it's my best friend, so, yeah. You okay with that? How old is your best friend? Uh, 20. And why does he, is a, a guy or a girl? Uh, we run a business together. Oh, and so, but they rely on you to run the business, or you run it together? We run it together. Oh, okay, and that's your reason for living? I'm sorry? Yeah. Amazing. Okay. Are you going to overcome your anger? I'm not angry. You don't have any anger? You not don't very have much. No, I'm sorry? No, not very much. You have very little? Are you going to overcome that? Yeah. And, and will you forgive your parents? Yeah. Oh, good. Any questions about anything? No. Anything said here that you disagree with? Have you heard anything today that you disagree? Oh, yeah, yeah. I agree with a few people, yeah. I'm sorry? Oh, disagree? Yes. No, no, no. No? You glad you came? Yeah. Oh, good. Amazing. Um, yes, Nick? What? What? Okay. You got to get rid of all reason for living. Because if you have a reason for living, you have a reason to die. Everyone that has a reason for living is divided. If you have a reason for living, you have a reason for dying. But if you have no reason for living, you have no reason to die, and you will never die. Your body may leave the earth, but you will never die. All expectations, all ideas, except practical ideas, right? How to build a business, how to do, put your ass in your car. But you should have no reason for living because Satan will give you, as Sean was saying, Satan will give you a reason to die. I know several people who didn't have a reason for living, and Satan made them feel worse, worthless, and they killed themselves. But if they didn't have a reason to live, but just live, they'll be fine. You are a living being. You don't need any reasons. Just live. God breathed breath into our life. He created us, our body, breathed his life into us, and we became a living being. And we can just live. Don't even think my reason for living is so God can create love to me. Because one day you're not going to feel like he created love. Satan will take that idea away from you. Now you feel like, oh, God is not creating love to me. I'm not the light anymore. You got to have a clear mind. A clear mind. All thoughts, all lies, all the time about anything. And they are all from your father, the devil. 
And as the ego is dying, so are your thoughts, your identities, your feelings, and everything you think you want. And in real reality, we already have everything we want. Everything we need, we have it. But you're just looking on the outside instead of on the inside. Look on the inside, you'll find what you're looking for. And you're really going to see a couple of things. You're going to see that everything you want, you already have it. It's already there. And that you never need it anyway. You need practical things for one another. We're merchants and we do things like that, right? But in other, in other ways, you have never needed anything from anyone. It's all an illusion. Somebody don't love you, okay. Somebody don't want to be friends with you, fine. I wish you well. And then when you do associate with people, it's going to be amazing because you're associating with them because you want to, not because you need to. Isn't that amazing? We got to drop this stuff because we're living in bondage. We're living in hell. We're living in a cage. You want to round in a circle, repeating the same things over and over again. Maybe with different people, but it's the same thing. And if you don't, like, if you, uh, and it sounds like you are getting over that, the next boyfriend, you're going to break his windows out. Because you're going to get the same kind of guy. <laughs> but if you get over it, the next guy you get with, you can take it or leave it, you won't have to break his window. <laughs> well, you can't control them anymore. Because breaking his window is because you're losing control over him. Isn't that right? Yeah. Yeah. But if you don't need anything, why are, you why are you trying to control anyone? You could be free right here on earth, but you got to drop the anger. You must go and apologize for resenting. All right? Hey, I'm sorry for resenting you. I'm wrong. And don't ask for forgiveness. You apologize for being wrong. You'll be free. And do the silent prayer so you can be still and come out of those thoughts. These are your thoughts. They're all lies. Like her, her thoughts have her afraid to face mama. The thought told her, ain't nothing going to happen. You're not going to really get what he said you're going to get. Oh, okay, devil, I'll stay with you. I love you, devil. Praise the devil. All right? So just watch it and relax and live. All right? Um, you got a question? Okay, quick question. Romans 14.8, it says, for whether we live for God, or for, if we live, we live for God. If we die, we die for God. So whether we live or die, we do it for God. Absolutely. So is that, is because that, it's God, in, like, and the dying mean dying of the ego, of the devil's nature. You're doing it for God. Not for him, but you are, you are one, becoming one with him for sure. Yeah. And when you live, it's he who caused you to live. You have real life. When you die from the fake life. So would that be a reason? Or that wouldn't be a reason? No, I want to look at it as a reason. Just know that that's what it's for. Oh, all right, cool. Yeah, but stay out of your head about the reason. All right. Satan feed on, Satan quote the scriptures to you, right? Right. And so the Bible people think they know God because they know the scriptures, but they don't know Satan is interpreting the scriptures too. So it's enough to know that, and that's enough. Okay, cool. Yeah, don't dwell on it. All right. Amazing. <laughs> nice. How does it feel knowing your husband is not living for you? Are you about to choke him? I see your I hand think, up there. No, I'm just going to have my sister. I think... She's thinking, okay, just wait till I get you home. 
I'm, you done told the world you ain't living for me. What the? I think a year ago, I think a year ago, I would have been upset about that comment. Yeah. And we'd had a conversation later, or I would have. Yeah. But like, no, not totally. I don't do any way about it at all. Nice. So you're not going to choke him later? Not at all. Good. <laughs> nice. And I'm telling you, watch it and pray. Me to be still. Satan will make you have, he'll give you a thought that makes you feel bad and tell you to pray to God. Have you noticed that? He's like, pray to God. Oh, Lord, help me. Uh, this young man would tell me that when he was going through the ego death, he started praying to God. He felt so silly. But the devil told him to pray to God. Amazing. But anyway, I hope that this helped today. The brand new biblical question. What good do your emotions do you? What good do your emotions do you? Because the world is pushing emotions now like not going nor. You need to feel something. You need to feel this. You need that. Emotions are good. I grasp my emotions. I bring them in. What good do your emotions do you? That's the biblical question. I hope that it helped today a little bit. I know that most people love their hell, so I'm understanding going to hell. But the few who are seeking, get on that straight and narrow. Go and apologize to your parents and yourself. Don't resent yourself either, and you'll be fine, all right? We uh, Happy Memorial Day to the veterans. Oh, they did. They don't know what I'm saying now. Huh? Yes, that's right. But if the veterans are dead, how do, how do they know I'm saying Happy Veterans Day to them? It's not Veterans Day, it's Memorial Day. In honor of the fallen soldiers killed. So if they did, how do you know I'm saying that? It's the, the loved ones yeah. and the people who feel for them. Yeah. Oh, I'm saying to the loved ones. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Happy loved ones. The office is closed tomorrow, but we're doing a radio show. We are doing a radio tomorrow, right? Okay, and then this Thursday is the first Thursday of the month, men's form, every first Thursday night for men only, and third Thursday night for ladies only. So come on down, man, we will be having our meeting. It's amazing, you don't want to miss it. And thank you all for your support, your tithe and offers. Stay on that straight and narrow path, do not get off. No matter the whole world fall away from you, fine. They're not on your side anyway. Wish them well. But you stay on that straight and narrow, do the silent prayer, and you'll be fine. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for coming. Amazing. Amazing.